And we're back to the shit show, in this case, of French politics. Yes, so today is a bit of a special episode. That is the one episode that I said I would want to be doing since you got me into doing podcasting. And it is uh, counting a countdown uh, tier list of the best of the worst of the most significant corruption cases in French politics in the past 10-15 years. I decided to to keep it recent. And why is that? Is that because, I mean, corruption is a general issue everywhere, but France had something very unique that it is ranked pretty badly in terms of corruption. In the past decade, it has been... Uh, steadily ranked between 22 and 25th uh, world by the the international the organization transparency international which is not that bad but makes it at the bottom of democratic countries so is there a specific french problem with corruption maybe that will be a bit down the line for commentary but the corruption issues and revelations around corruption issues are really a very, very strong part of French politics. And which is why on this podcast, I really wanted to make, uh, which will be today's topic. So the top, my personal top five, obviously there was a lot more to choose from, but my personal top five of the most relevant and important corruption cases to know if you want to understand French politics nowadays and also why there is so much tension and divide between the French population in the broader sense and the political class. Great. So what are we starting with the with the number five? Number five. Number five is the, uh, called the affair of Jérôme Cahuzac. So um, who was Jérôme Cahuzac, are you asking me? He was, uh, he was Minister of the Budget, um, so quite an important position. When That's a good position to, to do some corruption. Well, yes, because the Minister of the Budget actually has uh, part of the control of the administration that look into... Uh, into um, fiscal fraud and financial evasion. And it was revealed in December 2012 that he was actually holding uh, several undeclared accounts uh, in Switzerland and in Singapore, and that these accounts were actually used uh, for him to, to, take, uh, to take away funds that he was uh, getting from, you're going to love it, Um, a clinic for uh, hair implantation treatment that he owned with his wife. Why am I going to love it? Um, because... <laughs> because I'm getting bald. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, but what's important is that it was a private clinic, so uh, so treatment that can be paid uh, paid in cash and that are not declared to the, to the social security. So that could be very, very much... Uh, Transferred, uh, transferred abroad and not declared and, and not declared and not taxed, and this um, the, this uh, this affair is a bit of the matrix of the recent past 10 years uh, corruption corruption scandals, because it shows how ingrained it is to to the highest fears and and again here it was the minister of the budget so someone who was basically cheating uh, their own administration. And there is also this system in France that the um, that uh, that you cannot um, you cannot engage um, 
uh, how can I explain it? Um, the the budget minister still has the option to to stall investigation into fiscal fraud. Uh-huh. and give the fraudster time to negotiate directly with the Ministry of the Budget to repay the fraud uh, so that to, yeah, to, do, um, to do a plead guilty, pay back what they owe and not get, uh, and not get prosecuted. Well, but settlements are very common throughout, uh, uh, throughout uh, capitalist societies. No? Yeah, it's, uh, but se- like the IRS uh, the, or, or the... Or the Spanish tax agency will have a lot of this uh, instead of prosecuting and getting a a, a, a judge uh, mandated uh, resolution that uh, there's a settlement uh, uh, between the both parties to to reduce at least that's a principle not to re- reduce the the resources that it takes to to find out. Uh, to find out what is the settlement. Yeah, absolutely. But that that does raise questions from a democratic sense because imagine if you were just uh, just steal, stealing uh, stealing someone's uh, um, money money save. It's like, oh, okay, I was caught. I'm going to I'm going to give you back the money, and then I'm not going to going to be prosecuted. And 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 it would and it would be um, and it would be. St- Weird, obviously settlement exists, but uh, here it there's really this sort of conceit that corruption is a victimless crime. So if you've been embezzling or frauding and you just pay the money back, then uh, then you can go clear, and, and it creates a real um, democratic issue and trust and trust issues for. No, you're you're preaching to the choir. I mean, this yeah, is. No, no, uh, I'm 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 saying that it's. Uh, Common practice, but that's uh, also where you can see. I already already talked uh, about it, and I think we might might have talked about it uh, about how one of the one of the main measures of the budget cuts of uh, uh, in the in the last budget of uh, of Biden's uh, governmental budget was IRS training and uh, an expansion, which is just a direct um, it's almost a direct uh, way to reduce the number of complex and high high tier top tier uh, fraud uh, prosecution because then you have less people and those are the ones that re- require more sophistication more prosecution and more risk that you don't find anything that it's actually triable or that it's uh, that durable to bring people so so it's um, it it pays off, but it it is expensive to have a system that it's able to to try sophisticated crimes. Yeah, absolutely. And and another reason why this case was so emblematic is that um, so Mr. Kaysak, Minister of the Budget again, was questioned about the about these revelations. So that were met met through our premier investigative uh, journal uh, Mediapart. And he was interrogated in the French Parliament, and he swore and repeated, "I will say it. I'll swear it again. I do not have um, a Swiss bank account." And then, in a number of interviews, he also swore, "No, I do not have a Swiss uh, a Swiss bank account. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't embezzle fraud." 
And when the account was finally found and finally proven, uh, that's one of those cases where the lie was even worse than the original case because uh, but it was he condemned uh, yes we're we're getting there so first he was forced to quit his position a couple of months later outrageous in, in march of uh, in march of 2013 well the communists are coming to get us yeah well <laughs> well These days, uh, there's quite a lot of, uh, of uh, quitting offenses that do not result in ministries quitting, so yeah. it's worth mentioning. Yeah, um, so there was a whole investigation. He was, uh, he was condemned and appealed and got a final condemnation in 2018, but was condemned to a reduced sentence that he's doing under an electronic bracelet in his uh, personal residency in Corsica. Uh, but another very important uh, element in this case is that it uh, it led to the creation of an independent uh, publicly funded institution called the Authority for uh, for Political Transparency, uh, and that has the capacity to to register and examine uh, elected personalities' patrimony. And this institution is going to become very important somewhere along the line because the discoveries that were made through this, through this institution into elected officials' patrimony actually uh, revealed a number of other corruption affairs uh, somewhere along the way. So the case, like case I wanted... Well, we, have, uh, we have something to thank the guy for. Yes, exactly. So I wanted to say it's very emblematic because it's a classic... Uh, fiscal fraud and um, crossed over with public office power and especially power of control and uh, and lying to and generally lying to the public and also as often with the big corruption cases you get a specific law to try to to try to curb it uh, and and in this case yeah the law did have some in, some impact um, fantastic. Oh, and uh, just to just to mention, because I I think uh, I mean especially in France, corruption is all through the board. It's not more in one political branch or another. And something that I forgot to mention, uh, Jérôme Cahuzac was Minister of Budget under the Socialist government. Mm -hmm. He was a member of the of the Socialist Party. So, uh, but it's it's probably the case that his his wife was the one that was doing the numbers, like. Uh, Like we'll probably see along the line later on, and he didn't know. He didn't really know when he swore. Um, maybe. Well. <laughs> Let's go to to okay. number two. So uh, to number number, to number four. four. So number four, you know of it already because it's one of my favorite, and it's and so it is the Derugy case, and um, and by general corruption scandal scandals. It is a small tale. It is, well, it is really not that small. So François de Rigy was um, an uh, ecological, uh, so member of the, of the Green Party, <coughs> uh, parliamentary member, who became minister of, uh, of um, uh, early um, 20, 2017. 
and he became uh, the Minister for Ecology of uh, Emmanuel Macron's government, so started in 2017-2018. In uh, and it was revealed in July of 2019 that he had been hosting a number of very fancy, lavish private dinners in the Ministry of Ecology, which, as usual in France, is located in a former uh, 18th century palace, very beautiful place. And, and this case was... Um, was particularly damning because, uh, because again, the, the reveal of this affair was accompanied by a number of pictures that had been taken during said dinners, so showing like very golden, fancy 18th century palace, candlelit, uh, candlelit uh, tables, a lot of very fancy wine bottles, and the one who became the symbol of this affair, a big row of lobsters. And um, so the so the couple, the minister and uh, and his wife, uh, first tried to argue that they were uh, working sessions, working dinner, that they were consulting with a number of uh, of personalities. So there was an investigation launched under this that showed that no, some of these dinners cannot even with the most generous definition considered work dinner because there are there are no minutes, no no order, no. Uh, no, no production, uh, none whatsoever, and even the guests themselves say no. It was not. I was here as a as a private guest, not as a, not as a working as a working consultant. And um, so the so Minister Duruji had to um, uh, was indicted, eventually paid down. Uh, Paid for the lobster, paid on, pay, paid, paid back for the lobsters. Didn't get, um, didn't get prosecuted uh, much beyond that, uh, as far as I read. Um, he finally quit, but not directly because of the lobster scandal, because of, uh, because of misuse of uh, parliamentary, uh, of parliamentary funds. Because in the wake of the lobsters, there was a bunch of misuse of public funds that was also revealed. But the lobster. Nast the the lobster for a couple of uh, for a couple of months became a symbol in protest and so there would be people just putting lobsters everywhere because the the picture was so striking it became a symbol of the the elites as completely disconnected from the from the life of the of the people and and yeah, again and during the first uh, pension pension demonstrations for example no and uh, there there were a number of uh, of uh, demonstrations against police brutality and against the the pension reform and so on and then everywhere you everywhere you you went you saw a a flag of Bretagne and a lobster no in all yes. demonstrations exactly so if you see a French demonstration and you wonder why the hell are people carrying a two meter long papier mâché lobsters that's the reason so this is why this case remains and again. We had a lot of very terrible lies, uh, the most striking of which was when the ministers was uh, invited for an interview on a big TV channel and tried to argue that, but no, but this was not for me. Uh, champagne gives me headache and I'm allergic to, to shellfish anyways, and which, which, which was even sounding even worse <laughs> than, than, than what I'm, I'm saying here. It's, it was really something to, to behold. So, but yeah, that, again, in terms of global corruption, 
it's almost uh, it's almost crumbles, but uh, but yeah, the, the lobster the lobster symbol. It's uh, the it, lobster. It, it's very it's very was very uh, very extravagant, no, and and it and it was very visually striking to see it in the demonstrations that that you were that you were following and so on. In in all fairness, uh, in this case. I I also I also agree with the with the sense of uh, being scrupulous with public uh, budgets and so on. At the same time, I'm a bit more uh, on the fence on whether the networking it's a part it's part of of uh, business in the in 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 the industry no and in and in high business uh, corporations network or high business uh, uh, dealings uh, networking it's a, it's a, it's a part of uh, of life no or it's a part of uh, of what uh, we might feel from our from our country from our small citizen uh, kind of perspective might feel like a like completely out um, out of our reality. Yeah, no, but I I would agree that it would kind of make of make sense, and it's actually more or less what they were what they were trying to argue. But if you want to splurge a bit to have the, and and there has been actually a couple of scandals that were connected with some big networking events, uh, but at least you try to do it in a way that is a bit more subtle than uh, than posting your your lobster and, and champagne on instagram hmm. uh, basically um, and um, and yeah but in, in that case i mean even the journalist who put out the who put out the case is coming uh, in a numbers of interviews saying that that he was a bit flabbergasted that out of all the affairs that they revealed some way, way more serious, why was it that almost nothing of a case that became so, fam so famous? Yeah, because of the picture, because the pictures got so viral. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a testament to the power of the image. In, uh, and the lobster, in the, the paper mache lobster even went to prison, no? had to spend a... A night in jail. Yeah, so one of the papier mâché lobsters that some protesters were were running with in the in the beautiful city of Nantes, my friend from Nantes, uh, this is <laughs> this is for you. Um, so it was seized by the police because yeah, lately the police has been seizing all sorts of uh, placards and and pankers around um, around the disturbance of public order uh, moniker, and so they seized the lobster. So the lobsters was put in the Evidence locker and the protesters had to go to the to the police station to retrieve the lobster. So of course they made a they made a whole show of uh, freeing the lobster and then they brought it back again. So one of those uh, lobster protests became also a bit of a local celebrity <laughs> after being seen. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. It's hard not to <laughs> this story, but yeah, let, let's move on to a bit of a more. Yeah. Uh, let's go with number three. Yeah, I think that the next one you're going to like. So we'll call it the Macron-McKinsey scandal. So let, let's now talk about our favorite president, uh, Emmanuel Macron. So there is a number of scandals connected to Emmanuel Macron. I had to pick just one. That was very hard. In a previous episode, we talked about the Benalla case, which was I the one that was most impactful uh, for the Macron presidency because it revealed how much like some 
such, such, yeah. such a such a good gay bait the pictures with Trudeau with him at the beginning of his mandate yeah, yeah no no and uh, and again um yeah, this is uh, somewhat shocking for people who only know Macron for his foreign policy, where he does have a good presentation. I'll give him that, but the inside, the in, inner politics is much more uh, uh, crumbly, let's say. And um, and in 2020, and so the Macron-McKinsey case uh, basically is the consequence of a senatorial report. So we have two chambers in France, uh, Parli- um uh, uh, Parliament and Senate and and the uh, and the uh, Senate uh, report uh, established that um, that the that the Macron presidency was was having so they did not start the trend but they definitely accelerated it like uh, using private consulting firms like McKinsey among others on a variety of a subject and spending a considerable lot of money. So basically this report was uh, underlining the fact that uh, the Macron presidency spent one billion for McKinsey only between 2018 and 2021. Um, and, And above that, that McKinsey had managed to not pay any tax in France uh, over 10 years. Mm. And one of the French McKinsey representatives during the Senate hearings uh, swore that, yes, 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 we are paying our taxes in France. And uh, and it was then revealed that actually, no, they didn't. So that's perjury right there. Um, And yeah, and in general, uh, the McKinsey case, it's... um, it's very. It's also very revelatory in that, uh, in the in showing the the transfer of power between the between the public sector and the private sector. In that the, in that the common mechanism is like uh, all these consulting and reports because some of the reports were published and they were. No shade on McKinsey, who may or may not do very good work on other areas, but the reports that were done for the French government were, I read them, uh, when they were published by the Senate Commission, and they were not very good. They were just using uh, publicly available available data. Uh, oh, they were made by an associate. I don't... Uh... <laughs> they were made yeah, no, no, exa- exactly. You know that it's they just are, they the page. Yeah, you just it's just some associate. They are probably better than what other consultants consultancy firms will have presented, because McKinsey. Yeah, no, no, but especially McKinsey I read, I read the, because they made a report on uh, transforming and the evolution of uh, of uh, of teachers and teaching jobs uh, in the twenty first century. So this one I was particularly interested in, and oh, the. the the, the 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 poverty and the level of recommendation that goes very few beyond your standard neoliberal orthodox doxa it's uh, i mean it's uh, it, it it's it's a bit it's a bit baffling really and again it's not uh, it's not the worst of the cases and scandals that were that were attached to to macron but this one was also uh, particularly impactful because it was revealed uh, during the Macron re-election campaign, so early, <coughs> so early 2022, 
and it was starting piling up on uh, and and reinforcing this image of Macron as president of the of the rich as uh, as president of the elite and financial sector interest and and it was uh, it, it was so, so glaring um, yeah it, it was very hard to to miss was there in- any resolution to the case not really. There was a lot of just a of, de- of declaration justifying that. Yeah, no, but we need to use specific compet- competency, uh, and so there was a lot of debate around. But couldn't we have these competencies internally? Because we have uh, we have a, a lot of very smart people uh, working for the public sectors. Uh, there was. Um, there was a public commitment to reduce uh, the consulting firm. Uh, consulting firm uh, uh, expense. So in the following year, it was cut down by 15%, but uh, but cutting down 15% after an it's explosion of... <laughs> it's 150 million. Yeah, exactly. So it's... Uh, um, unfortunately, no, there hasn't been any strong resolution on, uh, on, this, uh, on this one, except for yours truly, because it was really during the during the McKinsey reveal that I discovered I had a very specific kink watching senatorial hearings. <laughs> because um, I mean, it is a bit of a shadow. I've seen you. I've seen you. It is a bit of a shadow Freude, and and sometimes it's a bit despairing because you know that it might not come to actual prosecution. But seeing these uh, these people supposed to be a great elite sort of losing everything and just and just trying to have uh, ninth grade excuses of uh, oh but no but I don't remember but I'm not sure but no I can I can assure you that we did the work I can assure you that the that the spending was was justified it's um, it's cruel but um, but it is uh, but it is. Uh, it, it, it's all in good fun. Um, well, uh, Succession has been one of the top-rated shows in the in the world this year. So it's uh, the same drive, and we don't have any more seasons. So senatorial hearings it is. Well, thank you for the three for the three for these three cases of scandal, and we'll we'll come back with uh, another two to top the list. And the two left. We're getting to the big guns. Thank you. Thank you.